0: This episode is brought to you by CEP Compression Australia. CEP Compression Apparel gives the user more energy, greater endurance and enhanced performance during activities. For a discount at CEP, use the following code online, local legends in running. Local Legends in Running podcast, where you hear the stories from local legends of Australian running that you simply always wanted to hear. Today in episode 27, I interview Brisbane runner, Claire Garrity. Claire has been one of the local superstars of running over the past 15 years, however, has been struck down in the past few years by a very rare condition that affects the connection between her brain, neural system and leg movement, specifically for running. She has placed numerous times in Sydney's famous Seed Surf Fun Run and won several local events in Brisbane and Noosa. Claire is also a strong supporter of the Mother's Day Classic Run and Women's International Fun Run with her grandmother unfortunately passing from breast cancer just years ago. So as always, sit back, relax, and enjoy hearing from Claire as she discusses her proudest running achievements, training week, nutrition, and of course, her genuine and open conversation regarding her recent battle with her unique running condition. Are you there? Yeah,
1: I am. Can you
0: hear me? Oh, how good. We've nailed it.
1: I'm
0: not as
1: bad as I thought. <laughs> Low expectations. But... It's like I'm going to be hopeless.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Well, uh, welcome officially to the podcast, then.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you. I've um, I've listened to all well, all of them that have been on have been pretty much. I've um had something to do with a lot of them, so um yeah, it's an honour to be here too. <laughs>
0: Excellent. I thought you might have. Uh, Adrian Royce was one you mentioned. What do you have to do with Adrian who's been on here? I think he was a guest around about number 10th episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Adrian, oh geez, he's such a legend. Um, I've known him for a long time when I first started running, but we've become um, a lot closer in our later years. Um just we did a lot of races together. You get to know people, um, but especially in the last year, um, Adrian has actually been a wonderful friend and a helper to me. Um, and he's met me on multiple occasions, um, just even for a walk or a talk. Um, but you know, he he is he is um he's a very special character. He is. <laughs>
0: Now, Claire, I've seen you out this morning for a gym session and a swim, and I think uh, that that kind of typifies some of the premise of the interview about your recent few years with injury. So, yeah, what 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 did yep. you do this morning there with the gym and swim? Yep.
1: Um, yes. Yeah, so, life. I guess my motto is you do what you can do. Um, so, what I can do, I embrace as much as I can. Um, I mean, with the swimming, though, that's really something that I've done all through my running as well. Um, so I did that as injury prevention, um, recovery, um, when I was actually sidelined. Um, but I actually enjoy the swimming. So for me, it's just something I do. And I find it actually very meditating when I'm in the water. It's just clears the head, gets me ready for the day. I actually don't think too much when I'm swimming, so that that's a good thing. I just get into a rhythm and go. Um, and then the gym has been a new journey for me. Um, so I'm just like, you know, I'm a newbie. Um, it's definitely something I wish I'd done maybe more through my running career. Um, but, look, it, it's fun. It's community as well. Mm. Um, yeah, but I'm. I guess I... I went from being quite, um, I guess, good at what I do to now being at the bottom of the pack in the gym.
0: (laughs) And you're doing a bit of group work with that. I'll see you uh, post a few photos out the front of like hit kind of gyms. Is that how it's working for you? A bit more of a social group thing?
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah, I just, um, I miss the people of running and our, our little Groups that we used to have. So, I guess just with people helps take my mind off things and um, I just enjoy it and and get it done and that's it and ready for the day. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Now, before we get into any formalities about you, wasn't it great to see the running yesterday? So, we sit here on a Monday, by the way, it's early afternoon on the school holidays uh, for me anyway as a teacher, but. Uh, yesterday's running a uh, Sunday morning and then afternoon across Fukuoka and and Valencia uh, geez yeah. Brett Robinson Shanae Diver uh, and then the winners too. Uh, third fastest all-time run by the female winner and then I'd seen uh, Kelvin Kiptum, third fastest ever male time under 202 for the marathon
1: Yeah, oh, it's just incredible um... And so proud of our Aussies to be up there amongst them, and for them to both get the world, the new world record. Oh, well, not world Australia. record.
0: Australia.
1: Yes, yeah, so you know that well for us. It's like the world. It feels it? like that to us, um, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, so I must admit, though, I didn't watch it um, until I saw all the um, the news feeds this morning coming through, and I've watched the the replays of lots of the. Um, the finished shoot and everything and and Sinead because I'm a friend of Sinead's I um I've met her a few times and she's a very lovely lovely lady um and so she deserves that and I actually I, I first met her when she was more my level <laughs> 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 and now yeah. and now look at and there so she probably doesn't um doesn't remember me too much but we were i remember we were in the lift at the gold coast and she was just doing the half and i was doing the half and we were more in the same same times at that stage um and now she's out killing it and on top of the world (laughs) oh
0: she absolutely is and it's not until you actually talk to her you realize that uh she's got a very strong accent she's from ireland right
1: yeah 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 yeah. she's irish yep Yeah. So um we ha- we had a little bit of a, a chat about me being an Irish dancer and I don't think she did the Irish <laughs> dancing. <laughs>
0: yeah, so she she yeah. almost uh amassed a 3 minute PB, 2 hours 24 11 that I've, if, I have if hope my numbers are correct here in London uh, 3 yeah. years ago 2019 yeah. to 22134 yesterday. And then Brett Robinson yeah. wasn't too far off that. With a what two minute twenty PB, two o nine fifty two, he just scraped under two ten in London this year, and then two o seven thirty one to beat uh, Deke's wow. long-standing yeah. uh, record in the marathon.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just unbelievable. They must have had good conditions, and everything must yeah. have gone well.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the weather was like yeah ten to fifteen degrees. So most definitely. And it's a flat course. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Perfect. Perfect weather. Perfect conditions. So
0: it's good. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, for you, I guess this interview, we'll um, get back to – we spoke earlier on the phone and you were a little bit apprehensive about this one because uh, you've faced some setbacks, particularly around injury in the last uh, couple of years. And I I was out there with you um, three or four years ago, I think, at Kedron Park Run. Uh, trying to keep up with you. And now it seems you're stuck to the gym and swimming, but we'll get there uh, later on. And just start with some things about you, Claire, uh, in terms of, so it's a Monday today and you mentioned today it was your day off in the week. So what do you do for work?
1: Um, yeah, I'm, I, I work at Nike. <laughs> um, in selling and retail. So I, um, yeah, I, I love that. It keeps me out of trouble, I guess. Um, but I I was at uni um doing exercise and movement science. Um, then when I did some travelling with the running, I put it on hold. Um, because I had big dreams and I I really wanted to give it a give it a go, and that was what my passion was. Um, and then when things didn't work out exactly how I had planned, I just um had to keep my head above water. So just working um just yes, to you know, keep their mind focused and and off some of the struggles um but you know i love work i, I love i love nike um i was, always used to race in my nike so yeah. uh, i'm a loyal true fan um but i love i love seeing um the runners and and all the customers happy so um yeah that's that's where i am at the moment but um Looking long-term, I I probably need to go back to study and find something else. Um, Or, yeah, yeah, (laughs) something else that I'm passionate about.
0: Oh, that's great. And uh, as far as I'm aware, there's no family in the picture. Is that right in terms of kids? You don't have kids yet? No, 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 no.
1: Just me. Just me. But I've got sisters with nieces and nephews. (laughs) Perfect, yeah. So that's family. We've got a big family. I've got three sisters. Um, and two of them have kids, so um they keep us busy and and families all coming up now for Christmas, so we're all here anyway, but my other one's in Mackay, so we'll have a big get together,
0: yeah. And are nice. you still in uh, Brisbane, living on the north side of Brisbane?
1: Oh, how dare you say the north side? <laughs> No, the good side of town, the south side. Oh, you were a southsider. A south-side. I always thought you were in the
0: north because you were yeah. a Kedron parkrun no. a lot back in the day. Yeah, oh, and that, but that yeah. might uh, reiterate the connection with Adrian. Adrian's a fellow southsider.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, we we used to do all the parkruns together on the south side. But I was known for being a parkrun tourist, so <laughs> I would make journeys all over town to. Um, to try something new and, and um, try and get a record or or um, meet friends as well because other people were all on the other side of town. So it was a real good way to catch up and, and have a good hit out with people. So, yeah, that's why.
0: Yeah, and Kedron's dead flat. Isn't it? A lot of uh, tourists go to that one, particularly for a fast run. It's not so scenic, but um, you can certainly put down yeah. a fast time in Kedron, hey?
1: Yes, absolutely. I reckon we we did a few together, I remember. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, back in the, uh, I think we were running sort of low 18s at that point in time, to and fro.
1: Yep. Yeah, 17, 20, 17 something, I think. Yeah, yeah
0: I don't think I was that. Qu- I must have been chasing you then.
1: <laughs>
0: and um, away from running, gymming and, and swimming and work, what what uh, occupies your time? Any other hobbies that people might not know about or anything that bides your time?
1: Uh <laughs> oh. I think that's enough, Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting through that. Um Yeah. I mean, I like you know, I'm I'm a typical Queenslander. I like the beach, the surf, I love shopping, um, you know, catching up with coffee, friends when I get a bit of downtime. Um, I'm definitely not the party goer. So um, you know, just just nice. Nice things, movies, things like that. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty basic.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a lot of us runners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of running, let's get to these PBs, though
1: hey? Okay. <laughs>
0: now, um, yeah, this, you know, this may, may be tough to hear now because a lot of these are from a previous time, uh, and we'll get to what mm-hmm. your running look will look like and has looked like in the last few years. But um, I actually noticed. I found your IA, IAAF profile online and, and compared the PBs on there all times they had, and they were quite different to the ones that you've sent through. Um, so mm-hmm. they – and they go as low as 3K. You, you didn't dare to give me a 3K, and I think that's because you definitely prefer the longer stuff. Mm-hmm. And my, my mm-hmm. pick is your half marathon in Noosa back in 2010. That's That would be my pick, I reckon, based on – uh, yeah. you know, compared to the other events. But let's go through them. So 5K, 16.35, you've sent that through. Uh, 10K, yeah. 34, dead flat, uh, Launceston, 10K. Uh, 14K, yeah. which is typically a city to surf. and used to be a city to south distance in Brisbane before it was taken away for some reason. 48.25, yeah. and that must have been your first place back in 2007. Is that right?
1: Um, or third place. The, the, no, I yeah, I, no, 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 no. Um, I well, the city to surf the one in Sydney. Um, I got second place. Um, twice I think, and third place a few times. Yeah. that was my PB. That was forty eight twenty five. Yeah, but I actually did. I actually did win the city to to city to south here in Brisbane. Um, the first, I, The first year it happened or the second year that it happened. And um, I don't know why they got rid of it, by the way. It was so epic. It was one of my favorite events. I know. know. It was was a great run. But um, I do remember that this race, the City to South, was one of the best runs I ever had because it was an absolute battle to the end with our other awesome runner, Cassie Fine. Yeah. Um, and we were juggling back and forth the whole way, even up until the last two hundred meters. She was in front, then I was in front, and then we came down the hill.
0: Yeah. And the, the
1: photo, the photo that I've got just captures the moment. In oh, it's in, just the best moment. Pat Carroll was on the um MC screaming his lungs. I don't even know what he was yelling. <laughs> and um, I beat her by a whisker. An absolute like i broke the tape and then she was right behind me um but it's it's, it was such a great finish and i was we were both just uh, yeah just exhausted from this cat and mouse but in my mind that was just such a great day it was a great run um and it was yeah it was a great event it was a great event and a a
0: local win right like to do that on on the home soil and it was an amazing course like It just—if you're a Mm. tourist, that's what you—that's what you would have wanted to be have been doing as a runner. Um, Mm. I think where it started in the city somewhere, down Coronation Drive, through the UQ rolling hills there, then up the The Highgate Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Then up (laughs) Highgate Hill to return down to what Southbank or something like that.
1: Yeah, we we actually. Finished at the park. Yeah, Musgrave Park. That. Yeah, yeah, Musgrave Park. Yep. So we went down, yeah, down the hill into Musgrave Park, and that's the finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had everything. It oh, had it, everything. Hill. Oh, amazing.
0: <laughs> I, I think it, I think they lacked uh, the numbers. Like they get a few thousand, but I think they were trying to aim. Not Nowhere near city to surf, but that was the model, I think, 14K uh, there and 14K here to try and uh, promote the the scene of running. But I, I just don't think it took off enough. But I, I couldn't be wrong in saying that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I, I don't know why, but um, anyway, I guess the numbers are back up in the city to surf now. Like we yeah. all used to make the journey to the Sydney to do that one. So I guess... Um, lucky that one's still going, so that's my yeah. favorite race by the way. yeah,
0: we'll come back to that one and get through this time. So the half marathon, as I mentioned earlier, yeah. uh, at yeah. Noosa one fourteen seventeen, I'm trying to think of the pace that you would be running at for that that'd that'd be around three twenty something
1: yeah i I think it was I think it was close to that, like do you reckon it was three twenty seven or something something like that, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, like,
0: yeah, <laughs> high, high three twenties maybe, the three thirty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the marathon yeah. two forty six eighteen at the Gold Coast. So when were those? Were they around twenty ten? Those times.
1: Yeah, um, the the Nusa half was back. Yeah, in twenty ten, um, and I think I did a, a similar time in like twenty twelve, and things like that. So like I for my half that was. I was anywhere between, yeah, the 114 to 116 when I was on a good course and going for it. Um, but the marathon is actually my last um, PB, which was, I think, in 2017 or maybe, yeah. I've just found uh, 16 2000-
0: actually on your profile, 3rd of July. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Gold yes. Coast 2016.
1: Yeah. 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 So that was my, um, you probably lost well, second last marathon. Um, yeah, that I've done,
0: so. And how do you, so how do you go for placings at those, at Noosa and Gold Coast as well, in terms of the women?
1: Um, I won the Noosa half with that time. Um, And in the Gold, at the Gold Coast, it was the Com Games trials, I remember that year. So we had a really good, yeah, we had a very good women's lineup, which was great because that's what they, the other countries were actually going for their qualifying times. So the lineup was very good, um, and that was fine. I just sat with the pacers and everything because we were just chasing a PB. I think I placed maybe like ninth female or something. Maybe I don't. I don't really remember. But I got. I think I got the Queensland medal, like yeah. second or yeah, in, for yeah. the medals. But um, it's funny because I never went into really the Gold Coast ever wanting to place or anything it was more about being up there with the elite women and just seeing how far I could go and and everything to be up there um but that was a great run for me it was a pb so I was happy but I still think that I had definitely unfinished business to do in yes, the marathon I was about to
0: ask you that yeah do you think uh well how many did you do how many marathons you would not have done more than a handful right
1: yeah yep yeah. yeah I've only done six yeah um so that's like, cause I was building into the half, getting that as good as I could before I really tackled the marathon. So I still think that I had a lot to learn, a lot to give, a lot to do. Um, and it's a bit of a shame really, because that's where my passion was. That's mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. I wanted to be, the marathon runner. That's what I wanted to pursue. Um, but back to which ones I've done. The other one that I did was um, New York. So I did that after oh. Oh, Gold Coast. Yeah. Which was incredible. Yeah.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. And that's, but that's, um, it's fairly hilly over there, isn't it? At New York. But um, of course <laughs> a, a touristy one to get, to get uh, involved with. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was um, it was hilly than what I expected. I, I guess I just got this wonderful opportunity to go to New York to do it that I didn't really bother to look too much into the course as such. Um, and I'm glad I didn't really because I just embraced it and enjoyed it so much. Um, I was in the I was privileged enough to be in the elite uh, women's field, which was. And that's why I went, because I got accepted. And then it was like an upgrade from there. So I got to um, hang with the elites. And um, I started right at the start line. We start before the men. It's like a tradition. So the ladies go first in New York. Um, And standing on that bridge, like, was something else. Like, it was incredible. Um, But, yeah, the course is hilly, much hillier than Gold Coast.
0: Yeah, and um, I think we often avoid those courses yeah. in, particularly traveling when it's like the go to a flat course with a nice temperature to get a fast time versus simply enjoying a really scenic uh, overseas yeah. marathon.
1: Yeah, yeah, but um, for me, I I actually I you know, always enjoyed hilly courses. I always enjoyed terrain, something different. I wasn't very good at the flat just the flat stuff because um like all the track runners they'd had that in their background and yes, I, I yeah. didn't really I was I was never a track girl so for me to um be going places and up and down things and that I, I enjoyed that and that's what spurred me on. Um I don't know kept me kept me energized, kept me running. I just liked that rhythm. Um but yeah, it, it was. I finished twenty second, and I got second in my age category because I remember I got a beautiful Tiffany and Co. plate. <laughs> oh my, how cool that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a very special moment, um, and that's one memory that I've got to remember that um, that race.
0: Yeah. And speaking of hills, the uh, Brisbane Ten K and half marathon, you had a win at as well, and uh, I've done both of those events. Definitely smell elevation yeah. in both of those.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. They were just usually um, just good run, good hit out training runs in the middle of preparing for something. Um, but it was very special moment when I, when I won the um, half marathon in Brisbane, because I said I'd won the half in Melbourne and I'd won the half in Sydney. And I said, but I haven't won the half in my own hometown. So when I did win that, it was a special day. and. Um, I remember Steve and that Manning and everyone in the, in yeah. training organised it, and it was just, it was special to to be a local girl to finally win my my own one, yeah.
0: And I feel like, too, you're a bit of an ambassador for the women out there. I, I uh, was privy to, see, privy to seeing you at the Mother's Day Classic. And then also, I never did this event personally, but the Women's International Fun Run uh, that you sent through, that—that yeah. that is the, the other event you're referring to there. And uh, a bit of a special connection for you with that event.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it is special because, A, it was one of the first fun runs that I ever did. Um, and that was kind of like what got me inspired into running fun runs because it was so fun it was pink and everyone knows my favorite color is (laughs) pink I think it's pink and purple now I actually forgot
0: about that yeah the the old pink trademark
1: yeah of course yeah so um that was special um I used to do it with mum as well my mum is a runner as most people know and and dad but um we would do it and it was, yeah, it was just a great way to start the year because it was early in March. And I, um, it was a girl's one, it was awesome. All the girls coming together and um, running. So that was special. And also um, I lost my grandma to breast cancer. So whenever I would win it or get on the podium, it would always be another special moment to me. Um, and breast cancer is something that is is so um, that we need to all be aware of in women. So it's a really beautiful event that um, it just it just brought us all together. And I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I liked the course too because the little five k hit out with all the women um, and young girls. I should say a lot of the young girls used to come. And when I was back coaching. Our schools, we would um, all come and do it, and I guess that helped me try and lift because I wanted to be like I coach these girls. I want them to look up to me. I better run good for yes. them. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. So,
1: <laughs> so, I'd be more motivated, and um, I would just get all this adrenaline because I'd be like, I have to perform now. I have to work <laughs> quick. <laughs> so, it was good to bring them all along, and as you know, all this, a lot of the schools get behind it. And they do their fundraising and everything and then we would um all come together and do the run it's a bit chaotic though it was getting so big
0: yeah and but i think definitely, definitely promoted like uh getting women to be involved in running in general too i think along with obviously raising awareness of breast cancer and we look at sports like cricket has always been a big one down at the mcg uh, when they yeah. play there, here and there, raising money for breast cancer. So I think it's it's only a good thing that our sport's doing it. So yeah. yeah, obviously good to see you involved in that. And were you at All Hallows? Was that right, where you were coaching?
1: Uh, no, I was at um, St. Aidan's.
0: Aidan's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was um, a beautiful time for me. Um, a lovely school, lovely, lovely, lovely girls. Um, and a lot of them have continued. A lot of them actually like graduated this year and they're they're all keen to keep up their running um and yeah they they were um yeah it was it was a joy to coach them it was it really was
0: and isn't it a great thing to run with them too uh i teach and coach at churchy and uh it's whatever you do an easy run or if you're running hard with them they definitely get into it and then egg you along and i think it, it only helps them getting involved too hey
1: yeah absolutely and and you become their friends as well like just like runners when we start talking and (laughs) you get that that rapport with them all um and i i think also they uh, you know before school or after school whenever the training was it was an outlet for them as well um and to have another person to talk to about running or just their day and everything um is so
0: important Oh, I can only imagine. Um, let's get into your your story, though. Your background behind why you got into running. I don't think I've ever sort of spoken to you about uh, what life was like for you as a kid and and what got you into the sport. So happy to share the early days and then the schooling running days.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. So um, growing up with three sisters, uh, mum and dad, uh, we growing up was just like a typical family. Um, we did everything we all did different things Uh, we but we did all do Irish dancing Um, so that was our main sport Um, and so we had competitions and curling of hair and wigs and big expensive dresses and and everything so that was what we did Um, but I mean I did I was just an active kid I loved the outdoors on our family holidays, we used to go to O'Reilly's, um, the rainforest, and we would go bushwalking and hiking. So from a young age, like, you know, we were walking lots of days as kids. And I remember we always wanted to go to the beach like normal families. And <laughs> mum and dad would take us to the rainforest and everything. So maybe that's where my love of mm. the running and the outdoors began. Um and then I I was just a bit of, a, yeah, just an all-round kid, a happy kid. Um, and then when I went to, I was actually primary school, I remember we got introduced to cross-country and I said, oh, yeah, I'll do it. And so, I mean, I did like the running, you know, the sports days and carnivals. They weren't as big back then when I was a kid, though. <laughs> like, things have got a lot better and progressed. But we had our little cross-country and I remember – our school was just down the road from where we lived, So I used to walk, we used to walk down there and I would practice, you know, when I say practice, this is like two weeks before the carnival and we would run the loop. And then um, I guess, and then I won it. I remember I was in grade four or something. That was when it came in and I, um, yeah, I, I sort of really enjoyed it. And then, um, and then that was kind of it though. You then go to the next school sport thing that we're doing. Then when I went to high school, um, I did the, yeah, I did the cross country and athletics every year. I just, again, I liked, I liked it. Um, I enjoyed it, but I did, I didn't train outside of school or anything. I still had my dance thing, So that was like number one priority. Um, and my sister, my younger sister, used to do the cross country with with me as well. So Mum would drop us off early, and we would do it. And um, I, you know, like I did well in the high school. I came, I was on the podium for second or third each year, and then I went to uh, Med West or the districts or whatever. But that was maybe in just in year eleven and twelve when I started to sort of go. On. Maybe this is fun, you know, like this is cool. Um, but again, I just, I just did it for fun and um, enjoyment, and the team. We, we used to have the day off school, went to Macca's,
0: yeah. you know, the
1: normal, <laughs> the normal fun things that that teenagers do. Um, and which school?
0: Which school were you at, Claire?
1: Yeah, I was at um, Leward's Hill.
0: Lewis Hill. Yeah, I'm trying to think. You mentioned the Met West on the west side of Brisbane. Yep. Oh, yeah.
1: Actually, in Med East. I was in Med East. Med East. I was in Med East. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think, like I said, I I did all right. Like I was all right. I was nothing. Nothing fantastic. I just, you know, in the middle there. Um. And it was probably in the senior year where I did my best result. And I remember I I went to the states in that year. <laughs> it was oh geez, it was so funny. I was the most like underprepared person that was going to States. I, mum took me, we had no idea where I was going, what I was doing. I didn't even have like spikes or, or they had waffles or ev- everything. Yeah, waffles, yeah. yeah. And I remember I borrowed a girl's, mum. I borrowed a girl's pair of shoes to do the States because she says, Oh, you better not run in those big joggers. They were like these big heavy bricks. She's like, here, take my waffles. <laughs> and we did it. And I did all right. I came tense, I think. And I remember all the parents, they knew all the girls' names of all the top. And then they go, and we've got some girl here from Lewis Hill. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. And it didn't mean too much to me. I just did it, enjoyed it. And then that's it. We we went on to the next sport or the next thing. Um, but looking back now, I was like, why didn't I try harder? Why didn't I pursue it back then? But I guess... I guess I was just happy doing everything and, um, yeah, that was that was it. But we were so, like, I don't have competitive parents or pushy, you know, anything like that. Um, it was just all, you know, fun on the weekends. That's what we did. And then, you know,
0: yeah. <laughs> and then leaving school, uh, where did you, did you move out of home yep. and, and continue training with a more elite group or anything like that around Brisbane? How'd that look back then for you? Uh,
1: Okay. So this is the interesting part. So when I left school, I was one of these people that was involved in a lot of things at school. So, you know, I did debating, I did, you know, the the sports, the cross country athletics, blah, blah. And then when I went, I went straight to uni. um, And I was just in the city QUT campus. And, it was kind of oh and by the way dancing all my dancing friends kind of once you reach the top of dancing we all quit um unless (laughs) you wanted to yeah well there's nothing really to do anymore and for dancing when you're older it's like there's not really a competition for you anymore unless you go on to be in the stage shows or with a dance Um, or go to the Worlds, which I was never going to go What about uh,
0: Australian Idol? (laughs) Uh, No, (laughs) no.
1: No, no. So we just kind of, and it was my sisters as well, uh, we, we sort of, that's it kind of, or my other sister went on to do the teaching for Irish dancing, but I wasn't really into that. So it was kind of like first year of uni, it was like, I really miss everything but it was kind of hard to put my finger on what I missed um, because everything was like provided for you. And then it was like kind of all gone. So what I did was I, in between my lectures, I was at South bank. And so I decided to maybe go for a run because we didn't have cross country running anymore. And so I literally just started from there. I just did little runs around the city in between classes And then I remember our uni had a QUT fun run that I signed up for. And I thought that might be fun. So I just, I just on my own accord, I just started, started running. Um, It was something I could do early before going to uni or um, that sort of thing. And then when I started the fun runs, I remember I did quite well at the first one. And then people started asking me, have you got a coach or who do you run with? And I was like, I don't run with anyone. I'm just, you know, just running around. Um, and then to be really honest, it's a little bit of a fog for me from then on, cause I started to collect a lot of um, fun run flyers. Back then they had flyers. Um, and I thought, oh, I'll just do another one next weekend and another one the weekend after and just see, cause it was fun. Um, and it just kind of went like that for a couple of months, and then I started winning things and doing quite well. and then um I got in touch with um I don't really know how it all started, but I got in touch with Steve Manning somehow he was I was at the Brisbane Marathon Festival, and yeah, he had some um, uh what like training groups and things like that, that I started. And then he wrote a program for me. Um, And back then it was, it was the Steve and Chris, the Steve and Chris days. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so then I did a program with them and started running with them. And we just, you know, just a couple of times a week. I think I did Tuesday with Chris and Thursdays with Steve. And then the other days I just did my running. Uh, and then, it, like I said, it kind of went from here to here very quickly. And so, and all of a sudden, Steve, myself, Chris, and my mom and dad, we were in Sydney, and I was on the podium for the city to surf. And it was, it was like, yeah, I was just a whole new world to me.
0: And that was and 2007, then, was it, when you podiumed for the first time?
1: Um, I think it was, yeah, 2007 or 2006. Yeah. And again, to me, it was a bit of a blur because I didn't even know I was in second place. I was just running my heart out and everything. And all of a sudden, with about uh, 400 metres to go, this little flag appeared and the TV camera in front of me as we were running into Bondi. And they're like, second female, second female coming through. And I was like, really? I'm in second. That's good. And back then, the city to surf was a pretty big deal. I know it still is now, but it was there wasn't as many running events, so it was a big one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I was definitely an unknown. I remember. I don't think I even had a seated start. So <sighs> I, I, I actually, yeah, I have my bib, and it doesn't have my name on it, and it was just paper back then too, and. Um, I, I remember when I finished, they grabbed me straight away and they took us top three female and males away and we had to get drug tested, which I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> so that, that was, yeah, that was, um, that was a yeah new experience. And the, the winner I remember that year was Anna, Anna Thompson and, um, but she's she ended up later in my running career being um, such a very special special lady to me and I didn't know her I didn't know anyone I didn't know anyone Ollie like no one and mum and, and mum and dad uh, dad was yeah dad, dad was running dad was running it and mum was in, at the finish line and she she couldn't get to me because they wouldn't let her see me and so it was really funny and she goes to my dad when he finished oh she's been taken away (laughs) it was it was was pretty funny yeah they
0: they were in a bit of shock as well
1: yeah yeah because they didn't know like they didn't know and so dad was i remember dad's face he was he was like pretty chuffed he's like wow that's pretty cool and um, yeah, so that was the start of things. And so then um, I got selected to represent Australia in the Ekiden Relay. So it was, they don't do it anymore, I don't think, but it was three, it was five, five women and five men, and we would go and run a marathon in different legs, and we would pass, it was a sash, pass a sash to each runner but all up we'd make up a marathon distance um and we would go and race against other countries um so that was that was um my first time representing Australia and it was it was very cool we went to Japan um, and I met um, some very very wonderful um runners and um it was the sort of the start of, um, I guess, being recognised as a runner. It was like a reward they said for um, my hard work that year and and getting
0: getting um, recognised for running. I guess. So, if you could pinpoint one year where you feel like you were the fittest, and what what sort of <laughs> training you were doing Monday to Sunday, is there any years that come to mind?
1: Yep, yep. Um two, two a couple of years um 2010 when I ran my half marathon. Um that was when I was just everything was just working. Um I was really hungry for it and refreshed. Um and it may have been because I had a year in 2009 When I did, this is something interesting you wouldn't know about me. I did a year of triathlon um, training. Yeah, yeah. I was, it was a talent ID program. I got identified because, yeah, it it kind of works. So there was someone that came across from swimming, someone that came across from cycling and someone from running. And they chose me for running. And they, what it was was trying to identify talent for the next uh, Olympics or whatever. Um, so I did a year with triathlon to see if they could make me a triathlete. That, that's how it kind of works. But uh, besides that, the running sessions that the coach did were just, they were very good. They were very good. And I guess that brought out some of the best in my running. Um, plus I was doing smaller mileage. So I was doing the other disciplines, which I wasn't very good at. Um, and then when it came to the running parts, I was so keen to get out there to run. So, and I guess I did a very, very different year of training. Um, and then from that year, I obviously came out of it strong and that was the year that I, I did some, some good running with the PBs. So that may have had something to play in it. Um, and that was, again, a, a journey, something you learn. Um, there's always pros and cons in the things you do. So I, I learned a lot that year too. Um, and then, I yeah, so probably then. And I remember 2012 was a really good year for me too. I don't know why, but it was just good.
0: <laughs> so could you think of what your examples of sessions or things you were doing Monday to Sunday and how far you were running? Were you running over 100 kilometers, for example, in your training?
1: Um, interesting Interesting enough, um, I remember leading into the half, whenever I used to race a really good half, I was probably doing 80 k's. Yeah. And that seemed to that seemed to work quite nicely with me because I'm only a little person. And I learned the hard way with um, getting a few stress fractures along my career. And it was just because my my body wasn't built to be able to do 100 plus max Ks. When I was doing them, probably fast, a bit too quick too. So you've got to be careful. Fine. There's a fine line. So I didn't do a lot of junk miles. My miles were... Um, you know, the tempos, the speed works, the cross country grass running, that sort of thing. So they were quite quality Ks. I didn't do a lot of the the extra Ks that some people thrive off and it wasn't for me. Um, but I did step up. I did have a couple of weeks there where it was over 100 for sure. And especially when I was doing the marathon training. Um, but ideally, I tended to stay injury free and run really well. Off that 80 sort of Ks a week.
0: Yeah, okay. In, in terms of nutrition as well, was it something that you looked into much that you saw anybody about uh, and how that looked yeah. prior to any event, whether it be as short as a five or as long as a marathon?
1: Yeah. Um, I've actually, uh, I had to, um, there's some, again, pros and cons with all that, but um, I have seen um, Apple to Zucchini. And they, she helped me so much with my um, marathon prep for the, um, when I did my PB and we had it all out. And that was the first time that I'd actually followed something like that. Prior to that, I was very um, uh, uh, unfamiliar with how much nutrition plays a role in these big events and everything. Um, I wasn't one to take on, um, all the, the gels and the, the goose and all that sort of stuff. It was more, I used to eat my breakfast in the car some mornings, like I'd have cereal and banana that I was very basic, um, which you'll find quite funny. And because the morning of one of the Gold Coast marathons, I was sitting in the car eating cereal about an, uh, about an hour or two before the race. And then um, my um, my dad threw me out of the car and said, oh, you have to walk from here because um, we couldn't get close because we just drove down in the morning. Um, so I didn't take it too seriously in the, in the uh, early stages of the running, put it that way. But it didn't seem to be too much of an issue. Um, but definitely I got some good help. Um, leading into the marathon training. And again, I learned so much more that I probably should have done on some of those other races, like in the half marathon, maybe I should have taken the goo and who knows where I could have gone. So, but um, yeah, definitely plays more of a part than what I realized
0: at And what the about time? Um, my... Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. And what about uh, during the week? Like, did you find... Back then, were you eating more or more of something else, uh, like carbohydrates or anything around the training and racing?
1: Yeah, um, I do love the pasta. So um, definitely I used to have the spaghetti bolognese um, all the time before races um, and things like that. Uh, The diet was pretty normal, pretty normal and – just whole foods just normal i'm not vegan i'm not vegetarian i'm i'm just uh normal um i just go for the basic things like wheat bix banana muesli bars um i don't i'm i actually have a sweet tooth i do like my race and um my treat is ice cream i love ice cream um But, yeah, just very basic. I love, um, you know, like good um, sushi, salads for lunch, sandwiches, you know. Yep. Um, I must admit, though, my mum is a very good cook. So (laughs) she, she provides very well for our family. So she's a very good cook.
0: And uh Claire, you're definitely like i'm I'm looking at you now still, and you're very lean and muscular. you've always been that way, but has that has your weight or leanness uh, contributed to any uh stress injuries or anything like that? Has that been something you need to manage with food or the way you exercise, or has that all been fine on your front?
1: <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't say it's all been fine um it's something that a lot of us females um, go through um, being fine line between fueling enough and then being too lean that you break um, and have some injuries. Um, and yes, I have had those things happen to me. Um, but I guess having a support network around you is important and good friends um to to sort of just make sure just checking in are you okay Are you getting enough um it's the whole cycle it's it's for your mental health it's for your sleep your eat your training um and I'm one of those people that sometimes once you cross that line um you know like it's it's that fine line and, and you know that you've got to get back up and um yeah yeah get back above it sort of thing
0: yeah so you've been out of competitive running in the last few years so are you able to share what the what the issue is with your your running and and how that's looking yeah. at the moment uh, to get anywhere back or just even simply running out there at the moment
1: yeah yeah it's um it's an interesting story um so obviously in my running career i had small injuries or, or stress injuries that would heal. You know, you take the time off the six to eight weeks um, and you'd be back. And I used to come back fine, like no issues. Uh, you know, I do my cross training religiously and then I bounce back and I would kind of feel fresh and ready to go. And it was like a challenge to get back. <laughs> um, and it never was really a problem for me. Um, and then about two and a half, or maybe even three years ago now I did an injury which which was um different to what I've ever done before I actually tore some tendons in my foot um I tore my brevis and my longus in my right leg and it was a very different sort of injury to what I've had um obviously I see a very good sports doctor that's been through everything with me and always got me back in there no dramas and and he he's always been amazing for me and um when I did this one it was pretty bad it was pretty bad on the grafts and everything and he we were in a moon boot for a while um but it was more because the tendon had had torn so we had to wait and see whether it would you can never apparently never. It never goes back together, but you can heal around it so that it can, um, still work. If that makes sense. I'm not the best. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, it it healed. We think I don't know. Like it was just strange injury because when I'd given it the time off and then got back running, sometimes it, my ankle would swell up again. Um, so then we had to rest it again. Um, I had some PRP injections, which are the plate plasma um, to help heal the the tendon around it. And they seemed to work quite nicely. And then it took a long time, but then I could finally walk properly again. And then I started back running. Initially, I was okay. Um, It wasn't that bad. And then I... I had another fall and I twisted my ankle, the same ankle as you do. <laughs> and then it's it's sort of just, it's again, a bit of a blur for me, but my running just started to deteriorate because I, I just couldn't get the right movement pattern. My foot wouldn't land the way it used to land. I just felt like it wasn't, I just couldn't get, functioning I just I couldn't get my leg my right leg to lift I couldn't get it to move properly Um, and obviously I kept trying because when you love something so much you'll find a way to keep trying and then I've seen physios and seen doctors um, to try and work out why I can't get my leg to work and I've had scans brain scans, um, back scans. I've had a nerve conductance study. Um, they've ticked off, they've tried to eliminate what, why, the, the whys. And, um, and then I've done so many running drills that you can imagine to try and get my leg to work again. And I've run on an, alt, an anti-gravity to see if that helped. Um, I've done stair running to see if I could help get the leg to lift up. We've tried many things, um, different cues, and nothing seems to really be able to work. Um, It's hard to explain to people that don't understand, but it just feels like I have a dead leg. And I feel like I could probably run on one leg, but I look very strange. And my whole, my whole biomechanics is just out of whack. Um, and cardiovascularly and my heart, I want to run. And everything else around me knows how to run and I know what to do and I know how to lift the leg. But when I step out onto the ground and onto the pavement, it doesn't come out. I, I really can't run. It just, I just uh, wobble. Um, my leg doesn't know where to land. I can't control it um, it's quite it's quite upsetting because it's 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 upsetting for me because I can't do the movement and I can't get it to work, but it's also very um embarrassing because i something that I loved and used to be able to do I can't do um, and no one seems to know. The answer, or why I can't, when I seem to be able to do everything else, and then the one thing I love, I, I can't physically do. So um, it has been it's been a tough journey, emotionally, um, and just not knowing. But um, just last week, um, I finally got in to see the neurologist specialist. He's a muscular neurologist and I've been on the wait list for six months. So I'd just been waiting patiently. Um, But really in my head, I sort of knew it doesn't really matter because I can't run anyway. So I'll just wait it out and see what he has to say. Um, But he diagnosed me with um, running dystonia, which It's still quite raw for me because it only just happened last week. But it's like a neural, neurology, um, like a neural disorder where um, your brain is not connected to your legs. And it's, it's, um, there was a good quote, which I read just said that it can happen to elite runners. Um, and then usually their running career is over um and it's it's not something i've done a lot of research on yet because i sort of didn't really want to yet <laughs> um but it's 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 something that they've done a lot more studies over in the states about it um and a few things that you can do to try and see if you can get back running um and we we're going to look at that but at the moment it's it's just for now to get my head around it um and and just try and maybe forget running for a little bit which is what I've been doing but I think in the mind it hasn't you know that's the thing like I I have because I can't do it so I do other things but my mind still, you know, when it's driving in the car, looks at every runner, and mm. still that, you know, that that feeling of um, that burning desire that is still in my heart that that wants to run. Um, the yeah, I have to sort of put that aside for a bit
0: mm.
1: and see and see um, what he has to say in in a couple of months because there are some things you can do and just whether we decide to do those things or not um will be on on how how i respond to the treatment yeah
0: yeah can definitely form part of your identity can't it uh running away from the competition and 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 for you doing it uh you know at a higher level as well so i'm sure that's been tough so what When you actually, so can you not even run slowly? Is it an issue of what actually happens when you run? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's what everyone is so confused because I tell them, I say, look, I want to be able to run just slow with you, you know, because everyone thinks, oh, she's just like so competitive. Anyway, but I really. I've had, that's why, by the way, that's why lovely Adrian and Katie and Millie, all those people that you've had on the podcast, <laughs> even Pat Carroll, um, they've tried to run slowly with me as well. Um, and I just, it doesn't matter if it's fast, slow, snail's pace, any pace, it doesn't, it just doesn't go. It just doesn't go. Um I go everywhere else over the path, but straightforward. Um, so it's, it's, um it's not fun. I feel like an octopus, like my arms are going everywhere, but my legs just won't connect. Um, they just won't go. And, and that's what's, that's what's, that's what's hard. Because I would love to be able to just go for a slow jog with anyone, but I really can't.
0: And what about the other stuff, like swimming in gym and any normal movement day to day? Has that is that affected as well?
1: Um, not, not that's that's the thing that we're looking at with um the the guy. <laughs> I'll just call him the guy. <laughs> um, uh, to see because it says that it can um, it can sometimes only come on with certain movements. So some things trigger it and some things don't. And some things can get worse, um, and, and that's something that we'll look at. But I mean, when I'm swimming, I'm fine, when I'm on the bike, I'm fine. Um, you know, that those things don't seem to trigger the, the leg movement. Um, so that's something that we're working towards or we're trying to figure out. Yes, yeah, so if anyone yeah. hasn't. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you go. Sorry, let me know. And yeah. if anyone
1: ha- has any <laughs> other tips, you're very welcome <gasps> to come and have a look at me. But well, um,
0: you never know. You never know. So, yeah, are you hopeful yeah, one no. day that you're uh, you're you'll running in, yeah. or is it um, a matter of doing other yeah. things at the moment?
1: I mean, I still within me, um, there's still that small little light um, that. I reckon, I reckon that one day maybe I hold on to the hope. I hold on to the hope that I will be able to again. Um, And I just keep thinking there has to be a way. Like there's so many, there's so many other things I can do. If only I could work out how to um, unwire my brain I think that's what they were talking about. Like there's been something up there in the running pattern that has been confused. Mm. And if I could somehow work out how to unwire that. Um, and and there, there's always hope. There's always hope for everything. And, and I'll keep trying until, well, I'm not going to try running because it's not good, but uh, I'll I'll keep trying not to lose that little bit of hope that, Maybe one day things will fall back into place, and I'll be able to.
0: Yeah, and I really do hope that that does uh come to fruition, Claire. And if, and if it doesn't, that you can look back even that on the time of that sort of fifteen years that you've had and how good that has been for you. Uh, I guess the tough thing though yeah. is you, you're now you're at that age where and and we're getting inspired by so many uh older women, you know, in their forties. Sinead Diver. Yeah is a great yeah. example of still continuing to improve. And she's, what, 45 or mid-40s? And um, there's yeah. significant time from, you know, between, well, there's, there's a handful of years there between you guys uh, more. Yeah. And and hopefully yeah. that's um, inspiration for you to, to move forward, to get back into it as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, she is my inspo now. <laughs> uh, Sinead, if you if you listen, you're incredible. You're my inspiration. And I know Sinead started running later in life anyway, um, and she's come in leaps and bounds. So like, and I I started a bit later too, so maybe, maybe I've still got time up the sleeve. But that's the beauty of marathon running is that it doesn't matter if you are older. It's not like swimming where you cut it you know when you reach a certain age or you're just not going to progress on but marathon running they've proven it um and last night or this morning um definitely proven and also i should just say that krishna Stanton is also somewhat special to me and she just broke the world record um for her age so yes. you know like yeah if i never come back as you know, uh, back into the elite group for women. But I could still try for some other, you know, get back to some smaller records or just being able to run.
0: Yeah, but yeah they exactly. are
1: definitely Yeah, yeah they, they are definitely inspiring people and show that anything is, is still possible for sure. They haven't yeah. lost it. <laughs>
0: yeah, I totally agree. Let's let's get to some lighter stuff, eh? Finish with some listener questions. And I've got a few of mine to <laughs> okay. uh, finish the interview. Okay. Happy with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, I'm not them. This one's from Nate. Uh, he's asked uh, he's asked about your favorite international race and I'm thinking maybe that's about what race you've done. You mentioned New York. Any others that you've done?
1: Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um when I went to um Shenzhen um for the World University half marathon championships. So that was um, that was that was cool. That was very cool. But I would have to say the top is New York Marathon, the best ever. The All whole right. trip, the whole experience. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'd love to be over there at some point. Uh, this one's from Brandon, and we haven't got to hear actually. We I think we alluded to it very briefly, but. Uh, in terms of running shoes for you, because you were competing probably before the really good uh, recent yeah. Nikes, and now every brand seems to have super shoes. So what were you wearing in your in your heyday? <laughs>
1: this is this is a good question
0: because I'm
1: so annoyed that I didn't have the super shoes um, yes. back then. I <laughs> know, I know, but I ra- I raced in still Nike. I had the Luna Races. Yes, Lunar Luna Luna, yeah. Yeah, I had heaps of them and that was it. That's all we had, the lunar races. Um, and I used to train in the Pegasus, the lunar races, and that that's about it.
0: I can tell you the super shoes are truly amazing. Yeah, you know, I can yeah. only imagine what they, and especially over a marathon, what they can add yeah. to your uh, overall time. Um, all right, got yeah. some of mine here. Claire, you ready?
1: Yeah, I'm ready.
0: Just some quick ones to close off the interview. So... Uh, out of everything thus far, proudest running achievement that uh, you can think of?
1: Can I have two really quickly? Yep. Okay. One of them was winning the Australian National Cross Country Championships. Oh, yep. Uh, yep. And the second one would be um, the City to Surf uh, coming second. Yep. Or well, twice came second twice.
0: <laughs> yes. Yep. And uh, which out of the PBs we mentioned earlier. I said the half marathon, but would you agree to that? Would that be, do you think you pick out of your PBs?
1: Yep, half marathon for sure. Yep, my favourite race.
0: Okay, you've mentioned a few idols on the uh, the podcast so far. You've mentioned Krishna, uh, Sinead. Would they be the one, the running idol for you?
1: Oh, I have so many, <laughs> but... um. <laughs> Oh, do you mean just on your on your No no podcast no I,
0: any any runner, uh, even male or oh, whatever. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh oh, Paula Radcliffe. Yep. Um, Shaylene Flanagan. Um, now this one Mev, Mev, the um the American guy. You know Mev?
0: I don't think I do know.
1: Uh he uh, I just don't know his last name, I don't know his short name. He's amazing. I love him. Um I met him in New York. Um and he he was so inspiring. Um obviously. And then like your local people here, um, there's so many to name, so I, I won't do that otherwise I'll get it I'll get in trouble. <laughs> um but I think I think I'll probably miss I'll miss someone, you know. Oh Steve Monaghetti and Pat Carroll. You know the local legends, the usual that we look up to here. Um, they're just uh, what they've done, and for Australian running, is 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 epic, next level. Yep.
0: All right, favorite race on the calendar each year? Would it be Gold Coast or something different? Oh God. Um, or even back in the day, I that's guess... not around, like Sea to South
1: yeah yes, yeah, of the South is great um, and then obviously, maybe the hype about Gold Coast everyone prepares for it, so um it was always good to be amongst that. but I mean, I love the gold Coast um events, so we could say that, yep,
0: all right, favorite park run, not necessarily the fastest, but your favorite
1: uh, Minipipi or north lakes
0: okay, north lakes uh, around, around is literally around a lake, isn't it?
1: Yep. Three times around the lake. Oh
0: three yep. times. Love okay. it. I love it. Now this one, I just wonder if you've been watching much running in the last few years because the question's about any um any younger oh. female athletes out there that you think are up and coming to watch.
1: Uh, I have distanced myself a little, mm-hmm. but I still I still um I still follow. I still follow. Um I think I mean, there's a lot of junior ones coming up, but um, I think oh, is it Brielle? Brielle Bachelor, Is that her name? Brielle
0: doesn't ring a bell in my mind, but yeah, Brielle,
1: Kara, uh, Kara Ryan.
0: Yes. Cara? Yeah, she's been on the uh, on the show, yeah. Yeah, Ryan, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. This, yeah, yeah, she's she's definitely an up and coming, um well she's already made it, but she's <laughs> she's got, you know what I mean? She's she's good, she's got lots of potential. Um but you know, this is a bit out of my at the moment. Um I'm a little bit sort of step back from all that. I still have a quick look, but I don't religiously follow all the running stuff anymore so it's probably not I'm probably not the best person to ask but no, I know there's a lot of junior talent out there always
0: well uh let's finish with something hopefully a little bit more relevant uh last piece of advice for anyone out there particularly the women facing injuries and and the mindset we can have to to get through those oh geez
1: if anyone's <laughs> got it <laughs> uh stay positive Try and stay positive. Um, One thing that helped me lots is just reading those motivational um, quotes—just nice little quotes like, you know, "Stay strong, get above water." Just those nice little sayings. Um, It's so true. Um, The other tips are believe that everything will work out and that something better is to come.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, um, no, I'll finish with that too. It's been. I guess, eye-opening to hear about your experience. And there's probably runners like me who are out there thinking about where Claire's gone in the last few years. So to hear about your experience, and it's such a weird injury to an experience to have to go go through to hear about how hard that's been. Because I know even if I'm injured for, for a week or sick for a few days, it's tough. So let alone not running at all for such a significant time would be uh, really tough. Uh, and then everything yeah. around... Uh, your experience as a runner and the, the stories too about the local runs back in the day. So I appreciate your time, Claire.
1: Uh, it's It's been my pleasure. It's gone a bit of a trip down memory lane, um, but I guess I've had some of the most um, fun and amazing experiences that I haven't really talked about for a while. Sort of shut them out a bit because I can't do them anymore, but it's probably been good for me to, have a have a look back at some of the things because I don't really talk about it much anymore. So yeah, it
0: yeah. was
1: it, yeah, it brought a bit of bit of a laugh and a bit of joy back back into it and and um. But I just want to say that I do I miss everyone in running so much because they were some of the nicest people um, and it was just um, an incredible community to be part of. Mm. and it is hard, it's hard when you can't be there with everyone anymore yeah but um, yeah <laughs> but no it's it's good to share my story and um you never know you never know what might happen in the future
0: all right, well, uh, if it's a, a phone call or a gym session or even a swim session, get around Claire, everybody. Uh, she's still here, she's still keeping fit and following the sport yeah. and hopefully one day you you are able to run again, Claire. I really do hope that for you. Yeah,
1: thank you so much.
0: No problems. <laughs>
1: Have
0: a great day. Catch you.
1: Bye.